Hello and welcome to episode 338 of the Veg Grow Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I possibly can in my allotment and garden. Now usually my podcasts start off with what I've been up to today, but today it's going to be slightly different. I've had one of my awful migraines all day, so I haven't done any gardening. I've just managed to sort of get up this evening and I thought I'd take a stroll around the garden and just go through what's happening with you guys listening. A bit of a tour, which I usually do on videos, but we'll try it on audio for a change. So I just came out of my kitchen. Now my garden is 23 metres long by about 10 metres wide. It faces east, so it only gets the sunlight in the morning uh, and during the first part of the afternoon. By evening, the sun is behind the house, so... Down this end where I am by the house at the moment isn't doesn't get a huge amount of light in the evening anyway. And that is where I keep all my herbs, right outside the back door, and it's it works quite well there. So these herbs are actually doing rather, rather well. They do take a lot of watering because they are all in pots. That's okay. I've set that up because they are right outside the door. It doesn't take that long to water them. It's nice and easy. But on a whole, a lot of these herbs are actually growing quite well. We've got chives, we've got sage. The sage is actually put on some yellow flowers. We've got mint, we've got oregano, we've got chives, rosemary. Everything here is just doing great. And, and I'm rather pleased with the amount of herbs that I have grown because they're just so useful. We use them almost daily and that's why they're always here. Now, I've got the lawn area which takes up about... A third of my garden, I would say. Probably a bit too much more than what I would normally like if it was up to me. And as a modern victory garden, in the old original victory gardens, we wouldn't have had any lawn at all. But I have the lawn mainly because I have the chickens and the chickens basically have the lawn. I move the chicken run around the lawn for them. And we also need the lawn for other things such as hanging, washing out and... Well, I'd I'd like to fiddle around with furniture, painting and things like that. So I tend to keep the lawn available for things like that. Now, but down the northern side, I've recently put in an apple tree. This is what I used to call the potager area. The apple tree takes a lot of watering at the moment because it is establishing, but the apple tree is growing quite well. It did lose all its leaves, but they've put on growth again and recovering nicely so I'm rather pleased with that. I'm not expecting any apples this year but it's doing quite well. The rather large elder tree we have in here I think is going to need some pruning back during the winter time because it is taking over quite a large area. And then of course we have raspberries and black currants in the actual area. Now just to the side of this we have my veggie pod. Now the veggie pod I'm a big fan of veggie pod it's been such a humongous success uh in last year growing salad leaves in it it's it's such a awesome piece of kit however this year it has been a little bit slow i replaced the jets on it recently and that seemed to really help things out a lot and that's boosted on growth and we're now getting some decent salads some of it is turning to starting to flower so that'll be coming out soon anyway but I always sow a new load of herbs on the first of every month. Now just behind that we've got my greenhouse 
And in the greenhouse, I've got melons, tomatoes, chilies, basil, kiwi, and carrots. Now, they are all grown rather well. We've even got small tomatoes showing themselves. They're not quite ready just yet. The melon is in flower, so that is doing well, and I'm rather pleased with that. The carrots, <laughs> they are doing quite well, actually. I'm surprised. They have pulled up a flower stalk, one of them has, but I think it stands to the heat more than anything. But I will just harvest all these carrots and that will be that used up. Just in front of the greenhouse area, we have my rhubarb. Rhubarb's doing rather well. I'm rather pleased with that. We're eating lots and lots of rhubarb. Now, if we walk just behind here, we're basically into what was, or what I could call the vegetable patch area. I've been building this up to make it a bit more user-friendly or how I would want it. So down one side at the very front, we've got these two long, thin beds. And they were for raspberries. And the two raspberries, all gold, that I brought and planted in, they're doing okay. The chickens aren't disturbing those when they bathe in here. They're doing okay. But on the other bed, where I moved raspberries over, that's not doing so well. So I think... Come autumn time, I'll be buying some bare-rooted raspberry canes to go in there. Now amongst this, I do have a couple of flower plants. I don't really grow flowers, but they have got a certain appeal about them. My red hot pokers are one that I have growing, and I quite like the look of red hot pokers. I was also gifted a... What's this plant called? I've forgotten what it's called now. It's on the tip of my tongue. Agapanthus, that's it. Agapanthus and that is just about to flower as well and actually I quite like the look of Agapanthus so I'm pleased with that. Back to the veg patch. Now I do have a veggie bag made by the same people as the veggie pod. This is just basically a netting bag with a pot involved I guess is the only way to describe it and that has got kale and cabbage grown inside. The chickens don't disturb it. I've got to say, I'm really impressed with a veggie bag. It recently won at Chelsea this year. So it is a pretty good product and they're not that expensive. I've got a small version, they're about £20. I was actually gifted this from VeggiePod because somebody brought the VeggiePod from them and said that they heard it through the pod this podcast. So I was very grateful for VeggiePod for sending me this veggie bag. Excellent piece of kit. I've got to say, it's the only thing that the chickens haven't disturbed. So it's certainly something I'm thinking about in the future when it comes to growing stuff here at home. Now, I have got this area, the first area, this is where the chickens originally was. And it's where I wanted to get a second bed built. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened this year due to obviously coronavirus. So I've put some wooden decking boards, some old beds that I did have, and to make up the space that this bed would have taken. And into that I've planted courgettes, cucumbers, uh, tomatoes, cape gooseberries, aubergines. They're all growing quite well. They're a bit on the slow side, but they are growing okay. I've got to tie them in again, which is a, a constant job. But they are growing okay. No signs of any fruit just yet, but hey-ho. In a, another bed, just slightly in front of this, which is slightly smaller, I've got some peppers and chilies, and they also seem to be doing okay. 
Now this bed I've actually had to put over some wire mesh because the chickens do get in here and they do tend to disturb any plants that I've put in here which defeats the point of growing plants of course. And it's the same with my potato tubs. The chickens have got into this, they've dug up all the potato pods and they've dug up, sorry, they've dug up all the soil out of these potato pots and stopped many of my potato plants from growing which is a bit annoying and I think the chickens are, <laughs> they're a challenge. I'm going to say they're a challenge to use when, although they provide us with eggs and they're great at doing many jobs in a the garden, they can also be a nuisance and it's a case of learning how to live with them. Now the bed that I did build, we've got carrots growing in there, radishes have been used up, we've got beetroot, we've got endive which is just about ready for harvesting I'd say and then we've got lettuce now this lettuce is starting to to bolt as well so that will be coming up I've probably grown a bit too much in the way of lettuce at this stage and I don't think I'll be doing so much of this in the future but I have been giving it away to neighbours and stuff so it's, it's not been that bad now I'm into where I have my quails at the moment this is about the midpoint down my garden and the two males, <laughs> they actually do get along with each other quite well, which I'm surprised about because usually you would expect males to fight with each other. With each other. They do do a bit of that, but on a whole, they do tend to get on quite well with each other. Whereas we go to where I have my male and female quails, bunny in particular. Bunny's still very dominant with the, the females, but we are, we are taming him. He is getting better. We're getting two eggs from the females every day, so one egg from each female. So we're getting plenty of eggs from them. And of course, they are. we know they're breeding because of the amount of quails we've managed to hatch. Now on top of this quail run, I have set myself up with the three wicking beds that I built. Now the lettuce has all been used out of one of them. So I've sowed some spring onions into these. And I've got to say, these wicking beds are actually working really, really well. They have kept the soil nice and moist. They have done exactly what I hoped they would do. And quite importantly, they've not needed a huge amount of work and the lettuce that was in there has grown. We've also got a tub of fully grown spring onions. They all need harvesting. And then I've also got a tub of lettuce, which probably needs harvesting as well. Behind that, I've got my pine breeze, and I've been getting a couple of pine breeze out of this. It's the first time I've managed to actually get these pine breeze. I can't say they actually tasted of pine, though. To me, they just tasted like strawberries. So, well, they should taste like pineapple, and I, I can't say I got that flavour from them. They tasted just like strawberries to me. So I'm a bit disappointed with that, but, oh well, we, at least they are producing. Now, just to the side in this vegetable patch area, I have my brassica bed here at home. Now this has got a wire mesh over it, and the chickens haven't got in there and damaged anything. So it just goes to show me personally that if I want to grow anything at home, I need to make sure the chickens can't get into it. Now, in another bed, just to above that one, I've got my peas and the peas were growing great when I had the wire mesh completely over them I even strung up a bit of wire mesh for the peas to climb up unfortunately 
when I adjusted the wire mesh to suit, it meant the chickens could then start eating at the peas or the pea plants. And it's caused a lot of damage to those, which is really, really disappointing. But it means that the peas I've sown at the weekend will have to take over this area and I'll have to figure out another way of being able to grow peas. I have just seen, I have got one pea plant that is ready for harvesting. So that's gonna be harvested when I finish recording. Uh, behind that I've got my blueberry bushes, which they're producing blueberries at the moment, which is rather welcome. Although I think the blueberries could be doing better if it wasn't so such a dry year this year. And then hanging up above these I've got my hanging baskets into which I've grown tomatoes. Now these are doing really, really well. I did a video with the toppling tomato plant and that is actually doing better out of all four of these hanging baskets. The other three hanging baskets, what I'm finding is they're, they're your standard hanging baskets. They seem to dry out very, very quickly, which I kind of expected. Being hanging in such a small area, there's not a huge amount of room for water storage. But they are, I mean, we've got tomatoes on one of them, so they are obviously doing what I wanted them to do. Now, just inside the potting shed, we have got the quails that are about four or five weeks old now. Yeah, about a month old now. I think they might both, I thought they might have both been female, but I'm not so sure now. They might both be male, looking at them at the moment, but I think one male and one female, to be honest. We'll have to keep a close eye and find out what happens. Don't need any more males because I've got way, way too many of them. Now also inside this potting shed, I have got a melon and a watermelon plant. The melon is flowering. It's looking really, really good. And hopefully that's gonna produce us some really lovely melons. I'm on a real mission to try and get melons this year. The watermelon, that is growing huge. It's put on a good two foot of stem growth. No flowers as of yet, but I'm sure it's not gonna be long. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to being able to get some watermelons out of this because I just think that would be a fantastic thing to achieve, actually being able to get watermelons. Now in here I've also got some seedlings. These are the ones I potted up over the weekend. So yeah, I don't have a huge amount to add to those. They're doing okay. Looking forward to actually getting all these in the ground. Now at the moment I've got to say I'm a little... I just feel things are a bit slow this year in terms of plants. I, I don't know why. We had such a cracking start to the year. I think it's down to it just being such a, a dry time and the, the, a lot of the plants are struggling because of that. Now I'm into my patio area now. I've got a box that I set up with some okra plants and I keep trying to grow okra every year. I get the seeds to germinate. I get them growing and then I plant them out and they seem to struggle. Now they don't struggle straight away, it takes a while and then they die off. And at the moment I think there's only one okra plant that is surviving at the moment. Whether it's going to produce us any okras is a, another question. Now I've also got uh, in this patio area I've got a 
I had a pot that had a apple tree and the apple tree had died. So I removed that. Uh, I left the strawberry plants in at the bottom, but I've also put in a tomato plant. And that also seems to be doing okay. I've had to add some extra nutrients to this soil just to help it along. Um, but yeah, that, not much to add say about that. I've got a few other trees here, fig tree, a couple of apple trees, my um, olive tree and my banana bush or banana tree. They're all doing quite well actually. The olive tree does need a bit of a prune because there's a few dead branches that need removing. But actually the olive leaves actually look better than I've ever seen them before. I think it is a bit on the dry side, granted, so I'm going to have to give them a really good soaking one day. Now also in this patio area I've got my grow bags of tomatoes. These tomato plants, I've got to say, they are growing better than any that are in the ground. So that has uh, enhanced my chances of getting tomatoes, which is what I really, really want to achieve. I've also got pots of uh, my various squash plants. These are courgettes, the um, baked potato, squash, the uh, other thing, other squash plants like that, pumpkins and, and what have you. They're also doing rather well. They're really growing and growing, which is ultimately what we want to see. I've also got a sweet potato plant in one pot here. That is doing okay compared to the ones down on the allotment. It's, it's doing fine. So really, that is really, really good to see. Now, I've also, in this area, I've got uh, some pots on top of my old chicken run, which was just here to use up some face. Endive, now this endive has started to flower and bolt. So I'm gonna get rid of that. I tried eating this endive. I've got to say, I'm not a lover of it. I'm hoping the ones that are in the actual main bed are going to taste better, but if not, I will not be growing endive again. But I've also got some tubs of leeks. Now, these leeks are actually doing really, really well. I've got to say, compared to the leeks in the ground on the allotment, these seem to be doing much, much better. I think this is just down to the fact of the the compost has got plenty of nutrients in it and I think that's just the whole reason why these leeks are doing better than my ones on the allotment. Now also in this area I've got plenty of lettuce and mizuna which are also doing rather rather well and provide me with plenty of salad leaves. Now this area I've got to admit I've got a uh, I've been tidying it up quite a bit over this year and it's given me the chance to really focus on it. But what I want to get down here, and I'm debating about how to do this, I want a shed greenhouse combination down here. And I, this is, seems to be the ideal space for it. It will get rid of a couple of sheds that I do currently have as well as I can hide things like water butts behind it just to make things look a bit tidier and just keep myself a bit better organised. Now, I'm debating whether to buy one or to build one from scratch. I've priced up how much it would cost to build one from scratch and it's about the same price as it would cost for me to buy one. So I'm not saving anything, but I might end up with a better built shed, a stronger shed, but also one that I've built myself. Right, well, I'm 
just going to walk back down my path back into my kitchen and uh, really that is it for today so apologies if it's not my usual type of podcast just wanted to get something out there today this migraine has taken it out of me um, and the news today that everything's starting to return back to normal is starting to lift the spirits as well so I think that's helping now just as a little announcement I've been doing a daily podcast since the beginning of lockdown as you are no doubt aware and I've done that for myself as a way of trying to keep myself in the whole frame of mind that I'm working I'm not on holiday I'm working I've still got no idea when I am going to be returning to work we think it could be August for myself due to my type of work but we don't know so what I'm <laughs> what I'm trying to get to saying is that from next week, from Monday, I'm going to be knocking down the podcasts to three times a week. But I am going to be launching a membership program and I'm also going to be really polishing up these podcasts to make them a lot better, shall we say, a lot more what I want to do with these podcasts and make them a bit more uh, polished. That's the only word I can, I guess I can say. Uh, So yeah, thank you for listening to me ramble on today. I hope it's been of use to you. Now, if you want to email me, it's richard at veggroundpodcast.co.uk. You can leave a comment at veggroundpodcast.co.uk. That's my website. Or you can find me on social media. Just search for The Veggroud Podcast. But for today, please take care. I'll speak to you again next time.